Welcome to the Leadership in Context podcast with Keith Tusi. Don't let people's problems become your problems. When you do this, you lose your objectivity. Hi, this is Keith Tusi, and welcome to Leadership in Context, where we are helping believers to lead a victorious light in every context of life and in the local church. Hey, uh, last podcast, we talked about, you know, your heart and not letting your heart fail. And uh, I guess today I want to talk to you about keeping your heart clean, how important that is. And I want to read to you several verses from the Gospel of John, verses 21 through 23. And I think this is one of the most profound spiritual uh applications that every leader has to make to stay healthy. So Jesus said to them, peace be with you. As the father has sent me, I also send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, receive the Holy Spirit. For if you forgive the sins of any, their sins have been forgiven them. If you retain the sins of any, they have been retained. I want to talk about this issue of retaining other people's sins and other holding on to their sins. There's nowhere in the Gospels that Jesus told people that outside of God, we have the ability to proclaim forgiveness of sins. That, you know, I, I'm God and I release you. What this is talking about is sins that are committed against us. And we, we retain those sins and we hold on to those sins, that is a root that is planted in us and manifest. Uh, Just statistically, we can see how spiritual this is because people that hate the very things that were done to them end up doing those things to other people. When you talk about, I'll, I'll give you a couple big ones, child predators, The majority of child predators had something happen to them as a child. The very thing they hate and despise that was never broken, never dealt with, now they perpetrate it on others. Alcoholism, children that grew up in alcoholic families that that hated, were rejected, were hurt because of the alcoholic behavior of their parents. They were never able to release that. They become the very thing they hate. That is a spiritual phenomenon. And that's what Jesus is talking about here. And if you're going to lead people, there is going to be betrayal committed against you. Let's understand the text here. And if you don't release that, okay, then you will not be faithful yourself and you will guard your heart and not be able to let it live. So Jesus is mocked, he's crucified, he's rejected. This now takes place right after the resurrection. Now, the disciples obviously were very concerned because the very people that hated Jesus obviously would hate them as well. But then he says to them, when he shows up, he says to them, As the Father has sent me, so send I you. Now, listen, 
I don't think there's any other way to interpret this, but just as I gave my life, just as I was willing uh, to let those things happen to me for the furtherance of the kingdom of God, you're going to have to do that. You can't do that if your heart is clogged, if you're carrying offenses. And what Jesus, I believe, was trying to do was right there get him to release all that garbage they had against the Jews that had conspired against them, against the political system, against the Romans. I mean, think of all the stuff that was happening on the inside of them. And he's saying, look, if you retain these sins, you're going to be like these people. You've got to flush this stuff out. You've got to get this stuff out of your system absolutely 100%. You've got to be free and clean of this. Oftentimes, I'll hear people that have been in ministry say, well, I'm never going to do that again. And often they're saying that because of how somebody responded to what they did, even though they did the right thing. See, that's a vow and a judgment you're taking to yourself. That is not a healthy thing. There's lots of times I said, I'm never going to do that again because I did something the wrong way or didn't do it the right way. That, that's a different, I'm not going to do that again. But I've seen people pour themselves out. I've seen people give themselves away and somebody you know, takes advantage of that or doesn't treat that properly. Well, I'm never going to do that again. You've retained that sin. You're allowing that person's sin to dictate the flow of your heart and ultimately your obedience to the Lord. Very, very serious territory. And, you know, your forgiver, your heart, uh, we're in the forgiving ministry. We're in the forgiving business. If we don't if we don't have the fragrance of forgiveness on us and releasing people, our words and even our strategies are going to absolutely fall to the ground. So Jesus said, just as the Father sent me, I also send you. That's in verse 20. Then he breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Spirit. Now, some people say that was just a prophetic thing of what was going to happen at Pentecost with the rushing mighty wind. I don't think that's the case. Okay, obviously, uh, the speaking in tongues came at the day of Pentecost, but there was another manifestation of the Holy Spirit here. And part of the manifestation of the Holy Spirit in our lives should be to exalt Jesus. Amen. And that would be exalting the cross and that would be exalting forgiveness. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. It sets people free. So he's telling them that the power of Holy Spirit is needed if they're to be sent just like Jesus was sent. And that's what even as, that the phrase even as in the Gospel of John appears a number of times. It's a great study. And it means to the same degree as, even as I, I was sent, so the Father has sent you to the same degree. And, he, and then he said, after he breathed on them, if you forgive... If you forgive. So there's power. There's a decision. There's a will. There's a there's a process. There's a mentality. There's a predetermination. There's no room for exclusion. Well, maybe I'll forgive and, and maybe I won't forgive. If you for the, forgive the sins of any, they have been forgiven them. If you retain their sins, they have been retained. So we release, when we release people, we're 
ministering liberty to them. We're not allowing that thing to come upon us. Uh, you know, you've got to clothe yourself in the Holy Spirit because when you're ministering, especially when you're ministering to troubled people or people that are in chronic cycles, those those things can begin to get into you if you're not just clothed in the Holy Spirit and you're recognizing that you're dealing with something that is happening in them. Uh, you know, I have a saying, I say, don't let people's problems become your problems because then you lose your objectivity, okay? And truthfully, in ministry, you can take it personal. It, you could say, well, you know, they didn't respond to me, they didn't listen to me, they, you know, they, they didn't do the right thing, they didn't do what they said, they, they didn't appreciate all that I did. Okay, welcome to following Jesus 101. That's what happened to Jesus. That's what's going to happen to you. And fortunately for us, and we should celebrate the times that the good things do happen. And and that's probably the counterbalance here. Maybe we don't do that enough. But the enemy wants to shut you down so that your heart does not have a free flow, so that your heart is not healthy. And, you know, you can have great words, but you won't have any anointing. And then that thing will begin to contaminate you. If you retain it, you hold on to it. It becomes something you ingest into your spirit and causes great destruction in your life. Uh, You can become like the very people that you despise, that you resent, that you don't want to be like. How many times have we seen that happen? Uh, we take on something. It's not a personality trait. It's a very spiritual uh, phenomenon. And this this passage, I think, is one of the greatest evidences of that we are in spiritual warfare and we have to have spiritual understanding to understand what is going on so that we do not retain the sins of many and end up sowing into that same field and watering that thing with any kind of a justification or even even hurt. There's nothing easy about this. But the timing of what Jesus said to them uh, was an incredible illustration. He didn't complain about what the Romans did or what the Jews did or what anybody else did. I would imagine they probably wanted to ask him some questions about that. Think about that. But no, he says, just as the Father sent me, just as the Father sent me, so send I you. And then he breathed on them and he said, don't retain the sins of anybody. Don't do that. Release them and walk in your liberty. This is how to keep your heart healthy. Make sure there's nothing in you. There's no vows in you. There's no judgments in you where you put limits on God on what you will and what you will not do as unto the Lord. doesn't mean you don't have boundaries. That doesn't mean you don't have principles and you don't have wisdom. I'm talking about a heart vow judgment will not allow your heart to be released to be obedient to the Holy Spirit. Hey, this is Keith Tusi for Leadership in Context. If this has been a blessing to you, why don't you share it with somebody else? Maybe there's somebody you know that needs to hear this. Maybe you need to play this for one of your leadership groups or teams or small group you lead because this is a great 
point of really understanding the spiritual world that we really live in. God bless you. When you hold on to offense, you are allowing someone else's sin to dictate the flow of your heart and ultimately your obedience to the Lord. We are in the forgiving business. The fragrance of forgiveness is what helps keep our hearts healthy. Thanks for listening this week to another episode of Leadership in Context with Keith Tusi. Join us next week as Keith continues to equip believers to lead in every area and venue of life. As always, subscribe, like, rate, and share our podcast. To contact Keith or ask him a question, email podcast at nrpastors.com. If you would like more information, you can check out our website, find us on Facebook, or follow us on Instagram at nrpastors. See you next week.